0: If I can, with what I do, empower men to be gentlemen, it's kind of like you look at a cop, he has a uniform. You look at a firefighter, he has a uniform. Gentlemen or good men should look a certain way. And if I can educate people to do that, uh, with or without suits, you know, I think uh, in my goals would have been accomplished in that way.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Purposeful Story Podcast where purpose drives our actions and our actions are a result of our purpose. When you have a strong enough purpose, every action you take in life has meaning and power to it. Every entrepreneur is on a journey to fulfill their purpose, and the world needs to hear it. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. Alright, welcome to the Purposeful Story Podcast. Today we have the owners of Soren Custom. These guys are beasts. I've been following these gentlemen for a long while now, and they're definitely game changers in the suit industry. These are like these suits are like out of this world what these guys do. And um, you know, you can easily tell it's more than just a suit. Thanks for coming on the show today.
2: Appreciate it big time, honestly with you. With you. How you guys doing? We're doing okay. I mean, uh, can't wait for this winter to just get out of here, man. We just need to that, that spring, summer suiting days, man. That, that's where we're at.
1: I hear you. I hear you. Okay. So what, what made you, well, first off, we have, your name is? It's Ellis Tago. Ellis? Oh, and then your name? It's Mark Breffel. Okay. Okay. So what made you guys want to get into the suit industry?
2: Well, basically, it was out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you think about it, um, I'm, I'm only 5'5. Uh, And I work out a lot. Uh, So back in the day, this is going back. Like I've been in sales for so many years, uh, buying suits, uh, having to adjust them. They don't make suits for little guys. There's Mm -hmm. only one suiting store. It didn't really make sense going there. So you're spending a certain amount of money on on suits, yeah. And then now having to spend extra few hundred dollars to now cut the suit in the right way, yeah. So it was getting to a point where it's just too tedious, uh, too cost uh, prohibitive. So. Basically, I found somebody who could actually make me custom suits. Back when custom suits weren't even a thing. Mm-hmm. And so wearing them, you had a lot of people coming to you and say, listen, where'd you get that suit? That suit actually fits you well. Yeah. And so I have a guy he's overseas, don't worry about it. Type. <laughs> of thing. Uh, but there, with that, there was a need. If there's so many people coming to talk to you about your suits and they can't find something, uh, so what's the basic need of entrepreneurship? Uh, find a need to fulfill it, right? hmm mm-hmm. So decided to venture out on this. I'm, my background is a computer graphic artist. Jeez. Yeah, so it's just all about color and uh, and design. So, basically, marrying that kind of thought process uh, went back to Thailand, learned how a suit is actually constructed. Well, uh, learned under master tailor, mm-hmm. uh, understood what uh, suiting is, what uh, sewing is, uh, alterations, adjustments. Uh, created uh, our own measurement technique. And nice. So now that's what birthed the uh, Saurian custom.
1: Okay, okay, Mark, what about you?
0: Oh yeah, so uh, my background, so i'm uh, I'm an electronic engineer uh, by trade. Um, so basically um, both of my parents were tailors mm-hmm. uh, back back in Africa, so it's always been in my blood. I actually know how to sew uh, a bit. so basically when i um when I was working, I had a, a car accident. Oh boy. So when I had a car accident, it kind of limited what I could do physically. So uh, Ellis was already doing this, him and his brother Edwin. So, you know, it was just a uh, normal transition to say, you know what, I need to change what I do now. So, you know, let me get back, get back to my roots and, and see what I can do and, and, you know, and change that. The interest has always been there, always been stylist. My dad has been, you know, making my suits and stuff like that since yeah. I was a kid. So uh, it, it was a natural progression. He was doing something great, so we came on board, rebranded, and
1: just you know took this thing to the next level. Nice, nice, nice. That's that's solid. That's solid. And all of you are originally from Ghana,
2: right? Yeah, they they, they call me the Canadian Ghana man because I was born here. Okay, okay, okay. But well, hey, I still eat the food. I'm yeah, so, I speak Ghana, so I'm still Ghanaian through and through. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So. And all of you... So all of you are originally from Ghana, but you grew up here. Were all of you born here? Just me. Just I was you. born here in North Antarctica. Okay. 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 And Mark, what about yourself? I was born in Ghana, but I was raised in Liberia. Interesting. 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 So do you think that... Is there anything from, that stemmed from your African roots that sort of inspired what you guys are doing today? Yeah,
2: I would definitely say so. You know, Africans by nature love to dress mm-hmm. uh, and they know how to dress yeah uh, now we're in this western civilization you gotta wear suits mm-hmm. so thinking about that process thinking about color uh, thinking about uh, style um, we've thought of that and in, in marrying that with the uh, Soran custom uh, so yeah it doesn't look traditional African when you're wearing it yeah uh, but we love color mm-hmm So if you notice on our website, you notice on our Instagram post, you notice what we do, there's a lot of color with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why? Because color is emotion. Color is a a way of expressing yourself. And that's the African way.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So what were your original aspirations, like original focuses, before you guys got into suits?
2: Wow. Uh, Like I said, computer graphic artists was Mm -hmm. was my thing. I I originally started trying to be an engineer like Mark. Okay. Okay. But the teacher pulled me aside and said, listen, Alice, it seems like you you cheat the numbers a little too much. Yeah. Uh, You're, you know, so you're off by two millimeters here, three millimeters there. If you're to be an engineer, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm always finding a way to around things because I have my own take on everything. So he said, well, you need to go to a computer graphic artist or something. You need to do something with more of the fine arts because that's an uh, uh, expressionism uh, interpretation. So thinking about that, that's really where I was going. I took a fine arts course, took computer graphics. I was doing that for a while, and and I love to express myself in, in different ways, not just the, the way that someone tells me to do things. Yeah, I find a different way of expressing myself all the time. So that's where I was going with it. Uh, I was going to do something with fine arts or computer graphics, uh, but it obviously didn't go out that way, did it? Mm-hmm.
1: And do you think that's actually helped you with soaring Custom right now?
2: Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, even uh, the color psychology aspect of things. Yeah. Uh, what does color mean? Uh, when you wear certain colors, what what does it tell somebody else? Mm-hmm. And so I love marrying that with what we do.
1: Okay, okay. And Mark, what
2: about yourself? Uh, so, for,
1: so
0: for me, I just feel that uh, you know having having a background like engineering um, is stemmed actually from uh, my dad had a watch back when I was a kid. It was an automatic watch, Seiko watch. I'll never forget. <laughs> and it broke, so it fell off his wrist, and it, it fell down. And the back opened, and I saw all the automatic movements, and I was just fascinated that this little thing could tell time. And, you know, I started researching that, and I just was fascinated about putting things together, how do things work, you know, designing things that actually help humans and just mm-hmm. not not just for show. So uh, that with that background, bringing that into suiting, um, you know, a lot of people wear suits and when you look at stuff that, uh, you pick up off the rack is disgusting to me mm. because, you know, you have things that originated for a purpose that have been taken out, you know, like surgeon cuffs are there for a purpose when you're wearing, um, a cuffling shirt, right? Some guys get a cuffling shirt and you, you need to unbutton the last button hole on your suit mm-hmm. to actually have it fit well. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a watch on. You know, does the watch sit over uh, over the cuff link or, you know, shirt or does it, you know, does it hold off? Like, there's certain aspect of the suiting that needs to be functional, mm-hmm. put it that way. And the engineering side of me looks at that and say, you know what, this needs to be like this or this needs to be like that. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, injuries, for example, with my injury, you know, people, I'm not unique in that. Some guys are born with shoulder sloping. Some guys have been... You know, working for the post office, you know, they had one one shoulder carrying the the load for all these years. You know, you need to compensate for that because now his shoulder slopes. You know, all these little things are, are things that my background has brought um, to use. Some that, you know, you could use and adjust here when it comes to making custom suiting for gentlemen. Mm-hmm.
1: That's solid. I mean, both of you guys have really deep, well, you were in really detailed oriented um you know professions, and it makes sense why your suits are so detailed to the T, right? So that that actually makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Did you guys own any other businesses before Sorrent Customs?
2: Hmm, not me. Uh, Soran Customs was always uh, uh, the well. Actually, I'll, I'll give you a little background. Started off by calling this uh, company Roberto Quay Fashion oh. House. So I married my my middle name was Robert. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, mom's maiden name was Quay. So, we put that together and created the name. But, you know, like people don't know how to pronounce. They'd say Roberto Key, Kwai. It just was a distraction more or less than anything else. Yeah. So, we love our roots, but sometimes people just don't get it. So, you have to make it so they understand. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, being in the sales background, I understood what needs to happen. I've always been in sales. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've always been someone to talk to the public, uh, public speaking. I've been doing all that. So... Nothing really to say this is my own thing, but sales being sales at a company is still a entrepreneurship on its own as well.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: And Mark, what about yourself?
1: Um, repeat the question so more concise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was just asking, did you guys have or own any other businesses previously storing custom? Yeah, so like
0: I told you I was fascinated with moving things, things that function. I remember when I was in high school. A uh, buddy of mine used to DJ, so I followed him to the record store one day, and I was just looking at it, pick up records, and I'm like, "What is this? You can do with this with the <laughs> mixer and mixing two sounds." I was, <clears throat> I was fascinated. So again, you know, I picked up DJ, and I'll tag along with him and it's these little gigs, and I started DJing, making money off of it, and um, you know, it reached a point too where I was also always fascinated with photography, mm-hmm. just like the way someone can capture. um history basically and freeze it in time so i just started taking photography i actually wanted to be a photographer and i remember telling my dad that one day and he said in his african voice don't ever say that again (laughs) and so you know i just went into engineering and then took it from there but yeah i had those two businesses on the side just you know doing that before this
2: yeah okay okay interesting mark is a hustler of us all he's a he's a mover and shaker okay okay i generally have an idea and i i go with it mark finds ways uh to express it in maybe different ways once he looks at the atmosphere he looks at what's happening out there in the marketplace and you'll find ways to adjust around it which okay is, it's a good it's a good way to to have a beautiful partnership because i think one way he thinks another way we come together meeting of the minds my, other, my brother as well was another partner he comes with a different aspect to, um, and it really works
1: so. okay okay solid now i see i've been following you guys for a while like i said and you guys have worked with some pretty high clientele. Can you name a few clientele that you guys have worked with?
2: Yeah, I mean, we uh, we went to Michigan State uh, University. We, uh, we got uh, Coach Izzo suited up there. Nice. Yeah, a good guy, actually, by the way. Yeah. He, he yells a lot on, on, on screen. You yeah. see him on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a solid dude, though. Okay. Really good guy. You sit down with him, amazing kind of guy, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, uh, we've done a few other people that... Uh, we got to kind of keep it under wraps a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, some actors, nice. Some sports figures as well. Okay, um, we're dipping a little bit more into the NBA as well right now. Yeah, uh, we've got uh, roots in the NBA Africa. Nice. Um, we're out in LA with uh, we've got a hockey player we're, we're looking at as well. So uh, really, if we look at the athletic body type, the different shapes, that's what we we specialize in. So if we see somebody that's that's you know proportions are off, you got somebody like. Broad shoulders, big, huge shoulders, but then the, the drop to their waist is really drastic. The quads and stuff like you that. You got it. Uh, that's where we specialize in because of our measurement technique. We understand body types. Mm-hmm. We understand how to make a suit look good on that individual without it being too tight mm-hmm. and then without it being too loose.
1: Okay. Okay. And,
2: you know, a lot of these guys, they're they're
1: really hard to reach. You know I mean I find there's a lot of entrepreneurs who are trying to get their products out to these guys and it's it's hard to do it. What what did you guys do to sort of get to these people?
0: Uh our product speaks for itself to be honest. Um we never reach out for clout like some some other companies would do, you know, pay high prices to get certain sports figures or or famous people to to back them up. Um basically what we are is simply we have a product. It's not a suit as an experience and you know when when people um go through that experience or see a product that's superior, they, they know, um, a lot of our clients that are, um, I would say our top clients are actually not even famous. Mm. You know, they're not known, they're not athletes, they're not, you know, but they appreciate the product and they, and, and, and they buy into it, you know, so, um, we, we don't go after the, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, Dollar Shave Club. <clears throat> We're not into paying the, of Federa's and stuff like that, you know, but uh, our product speaks for itself.
2: Yeah, okay. it's, it's, um, it's really important what Mark says there. Because if you find that you're, um, you're pushing a your product and giving free all the time, giving free, they don't, they don't see the value in it, mm-hmm. right? And it's not no sh- knock on anybody who's getting something free, but, hey, I'm getting it free. I, I like it. But if, you, if someone says, hey, I heard about your product. Mm-hmm. I heard other people are talking about your product. I want to try your product. Then they understand what they're actually getting. Yeah. And that's what we try to concentrate on. Those who want to work with us, we work with them. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, you're going to pay for it, and, and but you're going to get a great value out of it. Uh, first and foremost, the thing with us is we aren't just selling you a suit. or mm-hmm. stylus. So you're getting a thought process behind the suit that you want. So you can come in here and say, yeah, I need a navy blue suit. Okay, but why do you need it? Mm-hmm. There's a certain... Uh, question that we're going to take you through mm-hmm. to see why you're looking for a specific item. Maybe you don't need a navy blue suit, and that's what we do. We challenge you mm-hmm. to, to to think about what you're what you're coming here for, mm-hmm. and then help you to achieve your goal. Maybe it's a goal you don't even know you need to achieve, mm-hmm. but we're going to help pull that through.
1: Okay. okay, okay, that's solid, and that sort of leads into my next question. Um, you know, when I first got my first tailored suit. Um I typically go to this gentleman that I know. He's an older Ghanaian gentleman, like old school tailor, and he does a really, really solid job. Um and you know, when I've got my first tailor suit, I never look back. Like I was even pissed off that I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. Right? Um so you know, there are a lot of tailors out there, but I mean you already touched on it. What what makes you guys different than other tailors and other suit companies?
0: Uh again, it comes with uh with our, our main philosophy. So we're stylists first. So someone who's going to style you, uh, you're, you're basically creating a masterpiece, Mm -hmm. right? And with that comes all the options that come with the suit. You know, are you going to go with a ticket pocket? Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to go with patch pockets? Are you going to go with angle pockets? Do you know the, the, the reason why there's angle pockets, you know, Peak lapels, mm-hmm. you know, so when you're guided through a process by someone who knows or is a stylist in that in that field, you truly get a product that's truly unique. So, you know, there's anyone can say I have a business in making suits. But, you know, when you have an expert person behind it who educates you, Mm -hmm. So you're getting your education and then you are creating a piece that fits your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's the main difference versus, you know, me just getting a suit and saying, well, it's Harry Rosen or it's this or it's that. So you just put it on and, you know, someone else has designed it, you know, or even with some of the guys who are, you know, not to name names, but selling suits so-called custom. They're not really custom, Mm -hmm. right? So there's a big difference between us, and hence why we have our tagline, which is "It's not a suit, as an experience." You're getting here an experience, you're getting an education, and the suit is just a byproduct of what you, what you do get out of it.
1: Okay, well said, well said, well said. And
2: what about you? Yeah, so you're getting you're getting real people too. Mark hits the point home where it's an experience. We're stylists. We're also, we're dudes, we're guys, Mm -hmm. we get it. We've been wearing suits for 20 some odd years. Uh, We understand what it means to to need a suit for a wedding and want to stand out or to want to, you know, shrink back a little bit. We don't want to stand out so much. We want just a good quality product. We want to wear it well, but I don't want it to be standing out so much. Uh, We get it. Mm -hmm. And we understand that the pains that guys go through as well uh, in in buying clothes, shopping experience. There's a situation where guys automatically say shopping, they shut their mind down and say, no, I don't want to go shopping. Just give me what's on the mannequin and then me walk out. Why? It's because they've been shopping with their girlfriend, mom, sister, uh, friend that's a, a lady. And that shopping experience is totally different from what a guy really wants. Mm. Not knocking ladies because they do what they do and they do it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a guy doesn't want to go to the store and shop for like six, seven, eight hours or go to eight, ten different stores to finally pick one product. Yeah, yeah. They're going to get what they need. Mm-hmm. And that's where we come in. We make sure that they get what they need before they leave here. Mm-hmm. If not, if they don't choose us, it's okay. We're fine with that. At least they're educating what a real suit is. So when they're out there buying something, they get a good product. And they say, hey, someone custom actually told me what a good thing is. Mm-hmm. And I, I trust those guys. So next time, hey, they tell their friends. Mm-hmm. Say, you need to go to those guys because those guys are going to help you out. And that's what we want. Education first.
1: Okay. Okay. So, you know, me as a... You know, me, I've always tried to my best to be as detail-oriented in my dressing as possible. I have my own style as well. And there's a lot of people out there who have their own style. What would you su- suggest to um young men out there who are, you know, coming up into fashion? There's so many different trends, right? Some people say, like, this certain style looks good and another style looks good. Like, how does someone find their own style?
2: Mm, that's a really good yeah. question. So, basically... What I say, when I, when I, we do wardrobe consultations uh, and image consulting, so when we go into someone's wardrobe and we look at their, their wardrobe, we say, there's a lot of stuff in here. How do you find out what you're going to wear? Well, I don't know. I go through everything and I figure it out. So we say, okay, take a step back, blur your eyes, and see what colors stand out to you first. Mm-hmm. And you'll see you know, what's generally making up your wardrobe. Then you get to know what's happening here. So similar way you look at your life. Mm-hmm. Blur your eyes for a second. Step back out of your life for a second. What do I do on a daily basis? what do I do on a weekly basis, monthly basis? Who do I hang out with? Where do I go? And then you understand what clothes you need. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what clothes I need, who am I interacting with when I go there? And what do I need to get out of that interaction? So if, if you're going places wearing jeans all the time, but you're going to places where people are dressed up, you need to step back and say, okay, I like jeans, but I do need to dress up a little bit more so I can still express my own individuality, mm-hmm. but how do I just dress it up a little bit more? And that's what we do with, with people. So get your jeans, but maybe wear a pair of dress shoes with the jeans. Mm-hmm. And then wear a blazer with it, with a sweater. And there you go. Put the runners aside, or you can get even dress runners. There's dressy runners you can wear now that actually make you look dressed up. Mm-hmm. So just think about what you do first and foremost. And then now, how do I elevate that slightly? So we, we never tell someone to to not start dressing like somebody else. Stick with who you are, but just elevate it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You can walk in a room with, with running shoes and a suit. And still be as dressed up as a guy with dress shoes and a suit. Okay. But how you express yourself is the key.
1: Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah. Well, a similar thought. You don't want to be
0: like everyone else. Everyone is unique in your own way, in your own right, even color choices and all that. So we encourage people to be themselves here. And that's why we, uh, we ask questions. For example, you'll be surprised about a good percentage of people that walk in here who want two things. A gray suit. Or blue suit now when you ask them why it's only because you're in your minds that's what they see out there they want to be like everyone else but yet still be different Mm -hmm. right and the more you talk to them you realize that okay the only reason why they're doing this because they see everyone else doing it they're just followers Mm -hmm. so when you empower that man to now pick something else that fits his lifestyle he picks something completely different right so that's all part of it here, you know. When you, once you you speak to people and you allow them to express themselves, you know that expression in words then
1: turns into a good expression in what they choose to wear. Okay, man, you guys are you guys are selling me right now. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta. Yeah, I'm coming back here for sure,
2: for You're sure. More than welcome, my man. No nope. doubt.
1: Okay. Okay. As a business owner, the more you can leverage your time, the better it is for your company. There is this amazing online resource called Fiverr, where you can hire someone for just $5 to do just about any task for you. Whether it be logo design, market research, videography, or website building, Fiverr has it all. Please go to imkobi.com forward slash resources and click on the Fiverr icon to make an account. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. All right, so welcome to the Purposeful Story Round, where we ask the right questions that really bring out the purpose behind our entrepreneurs and their journey. So, pretty much, I'm just going to ask you guys a series of questions that require brief answers. Okay? No problem. All right. What is an everyday habit that adds value to your purpose?
2: Mark, this is this is where Mark is uh, is key here. Uh, everyday practice. He loves to talk about the business. What happened the last week? What happened the last day? Uh, we start off with kind of like a roundtable. Every time we get step in these doors, we open the door. Uh, so what happened yesterday was to go forward for today. And if you do that, you turn, um, instead of, you know, people like to look at things month to month. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what Mark's idea is, let's look at it daily so that we know that there's every day you're making a decision to move your, your business forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know I've needed help with that because I'm more of a big vision guy. I'm a guy that says, hey, this is what we want to do. It's big and flowery. But Mark tones that down and says, listen, in order for that big flowery idea to happen, what steps do we need to take? And he will keep us on, on board with that every day. Did we do this yesterday? No, we didn't. Okay, so it has to be done today. So each decision each day will move your plan forward. That's the bigger plan.
1: Okay, okay. You'd agree with that, Mark? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And staying in tune with yourself and staying in tune with the business, basically.
1: Okay, okay. If you could have a conversation with one person living or dead, who would it be and why?
2: Wow, that's deep, deep. <laughs> deep questions <laughs> oh, only, man. man. Who would I talk to right now? Uh, I would, you know what, this may be a little cliche, but I, w- I would like to talk to Oprah for a minute. Mm-hmm. Now, I, not that because she's so big, but what she came from is the question of mm-hmm. uh, the adversity. Uh, how did you overcome, like, there's key things in her life that, that would have brought her down. Mm-hmm. So how did you get over those points in your life to make it to the next level mm-hmm. where someone else would have failed? I want to understand that mindset because uh, that's, that's man I've watched Oprah since I was a kid uh and how does she even do it? yeah how does she do it and it's really key so we don't have a a black male uh that has done what oprah's done, yeah, done female
1: yeah yeah, so
2: that's that's huge
1: yeah for sure that's huge absolutely
0: for me i think I would have to uh have a sit down with jay z okay um only because. He, he's been, he's been instrumental in what he does as an artist, but also in business. He just surpassed, uh, Diddy yeah. in, in, in making some serious money. Um, but he's done it. He's done it with his artistry and he's also done it in business and just seeing how as a family man too, he balances all that together and, uh, just the way he carries himself as a hip hop artist, um, uh, being able to, Balance all of that and still be looked at from all angles of uh, of cultures to still be respected. He'll be
1: he'll be someone to have a sit down with for sure. Okay, okay. What is your main strategy for organizing your day?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, now as we talk about things in the morning, there's usually a text message conversation that we have, a group chat, what happened during the day, mm-hmm. uh, and then. What are we tackling tomorrow or what needs to happen tonight mm-hmm. to make sure tomorrow starts as a success? Um, yeah, sometimes it's a heated discussion, Yeah, which is okay because that's what we do. Yeah. We need to have those discussions. We need to be frank, open, honest, and so that the next day can, can turn into a success as well. Uh, we also do a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Um, we look at our competition, but we don't. I don't, like, I don't like to use the word competition because there's nobody really that does what we do. But at the same time, I call it fr- maybe just a friendly uh, conference, uh, competition situation because we still respect the other companies that do suiting out there as yeah. well. Uh, that's something that we we always um, preach. Uh, you, you keep it healthy, keep it uh, cool because um, it's a small world out there, mm-hmm. and uh, people do what they do well. Mm-hmm. It's like we do what we do well. Yeah, uh, so we we check out what they're doing, obviously, uh, and we check out what we can do better. Mm-hmm. So if we can say that we did this well, but can it still be better? Mm-hmm. Then we're always giving our clients something better, even though they didn't ask for it. Yeah. And that's our key.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, I guess, competition in that sense, um, the only two people in my life that I've seen really with specific detail in suits is you guys. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, um, Oswald Watson. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, that sure. like you guys, like your detail is just amazing. So I don't know if, if, but Mark, what about yourself? Um, what's your main strategy for organizing your day? Prioritizing
0: basically, you know, if you prioritize, then you, you hit what's more important. There's certain things that could be on the calendar, but there's certain things more pressing, and you just got to address that and move on.
1: Okay. Okay. What would you say was your worst entrepreneurial moment, and what did you learn from it?
2: Oh, man. That was... Uh, we were we were mobile before. This is going a few years back, and we opened up our, our first retail shop, and we didn't know what we were really doing you're learning as you go. Yeah, you're getting advice, you're figuring it out, and there's a point where we look in the bank account. We're like, man, are we gonna, are we gonna make it next month? Yeah, we, I remember that hard conversation, Mark. You remember that? Yeah. We were like, wow, what are we gonna do, man? Yeah, but then, it, survival things kick in, and we sat back and we said, well, let's let's get back to the basics, mm-hmm. the hustle muscle we had uh, when we were doing things a certain way. Let's. Let's get back to that. Mm-hmm. And really, you kind of do forget yourself sometimes. And the key thing there, when when things are, are bad, just remember why you started in the beginning mm-hmm. and, and how you got to where you are. And that'll help you to, to keep moving forward because you're going to have those times. You're going to have yeah. those days. And I'm sure you have a lot of, uh, um, of these successful, like Jay-Z, uh, Oprah, I'm sure. Oprah hits a billion bucks. But I mean, maybe there's some years where she dips back down to 800 million and she's like, what happened here? Yeah. Yeah what what we were, we were on track to get two billion. Why did we go down? Mm-hmm. So that's for her in her world. That's a bad entrepreneur moment. Yeah. So, uh, it's all in perspective too, right?
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's crazy how a sense of urgency will just, you know, create new things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Drake, Drake says it pretty, pretty well, um, live every day like the rent is due. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Mark, what yeah. about yourself? Uh, for me, just looking at, uh, looking at things and
0: hiring the right people, So we are in a, we're in a business of passion. So right now we're doing things that we're passionate about, but there's also a business aspect to what we do that needs experts that do what they do. Mm -hmm. Right. So you need an accountant, you need a lawyer, you need, you need certain things, a marketing guy you need. Right. So for us, I think when we started to basically do all those things ourselves, we realize, Hey, let's focus on the passion that we, we have for what we do and get the right people to do what they do. And, uh, that has just helped us take off, man.
1: Okay. Okay. If you had to build a business from the ground up with only a hundred dollars, how would you leverage that?
2: Oh, this is a this is a Martin Mark. Mark right Mark, there. Mark put his leverage. drink down. <laughs> leverage too. Not even <laughs> Leverage, leverage. Wow.
0: That's a good one. <laughs> you know what? Um there's a lot of things you can do with very little money. Um you know, you'll be surprised the when you look through your phone, you'll be surprised the contacts you have that do all kind of things. Mm-hmm. And uh when you I would I would start by bartering you know that used to be a means for commerce back in the day so uh even now you you find people that want to trade things for for what you do you know so um yeah i'll I'll leverage a 100 bucks for 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 some (laughs) some some good things like that but uh you know i'll barter and
1: i i think i can make it work with that
2: okay okay my hundred bucks goes to Mark and he'll will make my
1: business work. <laughs> so you got you got two hundred. Hey two hundred bucks right there.
2: <laughs> no, but I mean even um my my thing is low ticketed items get people especially with social media nowadays, mm-hmm. get people to push your product for you. Uh you have stuff you just get people like even T shirts, a lot of people like East Coast lifestyle. Look at what the, they start off with just T shirts. Mm-hmm. A hundred bucks can go a long way nowadays. It yeah. just takes a little bit of a thought process behind it. And people want to tell other people what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that and you leverage that, that hundred bucks can go a long way out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of my um old mentors said something really profound. You know, a lot of people, when they're trying to start a business, their first thought is, I want to build a logo, start a website. You know, I got to do all this. But they haven't even built a community. They haven't even built a following. Right. So a lot of times you're better off just, you know, building a Facebook community, getting them to like you, know yeah. who you are. And once they trust you, you can sell anything you want. Exactly. Right. So I well said,
2: well said, yeah. exactly. Yep.
1: Which app or online tool do you use every day that helps contribute to your success? And that's that IG
2: like right there. Instagram.
0: Instagram only because, uh, what we do is, um, is very, uh, image heavy and that Instagram seems to, uh showcase it a lot better. Um, Another platform that we should be on really more so is Facebook, uh, which is pretty good too because of uh, the way you can basically target your audience down to the Facebook knows what they're doing when it comes to that. So, um, but uh, I would say Instagram
2: and Facebook.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. What's the best advice you've ever received?
2: Oh Man, it's a lot, but the best, don't give up. Believe in yourself and uh, and keep it going. Again, like I said before, why you started the thing? Always remember why you started it, and and that's gonna that's gonna keep you going. Because uh, nobody starts a business; nobody puts their life on the line for it to fail. You remember that you're gonna say, "Hey, there's a lot of people depending on me, including myself, and I need to keep it going."
0: You don't know it all. You can always learn new things every day. So uh, trust in others rely on others and my dad taught me something where he says and this has helped me in you know in meetings never knock down an idea unless you have a better one always try to enhance the idea someone else has brought to the table if you don't have one
1: makes sense list your top three most influential books the bible is
0: one um a time to kill another one. And I would have to say social media book that I read. I can't remember the title now, but basically breaks down, um, all the different platforms and, and what's for
2: who and, you know, whatnot. But, uh, definitely that's, that's the three. Okay. Um, definitely the Bible for sure. Uh, keeps, uh, keeps you grounded. Uh, when you think you're all that, you ain't all that. Um, Bigger men have uh, been more successful and they've fallen. So that uh, that keeps a more, your moral compass in, in, in on track. And also it's practical, right, for daily living. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, also there's a, a book that actually I'm, I'm trying to finish off now called the 12-week uh, work year. Uh, so keeping things in perspective, keeping it on a quarterly basis, uh, that helps uh, me to keep things prioritized. And then there's also one called the value-based selling, mm-hmm. third-box thinking. Uh, that third box thinking also reminds me that I'm not just making a sale. Uh, I have to always remember how that person on the other side of the table is uh, is thinking and uh, why are they wanting to buy this and not just a transactional sale but a relationship. So when you do that, then you always remember that it's people that drive your business and it's not just you trying to sell them something, but get them something that they will actually use and, and value.
1: Okay, okay, cool. Tell us something that you think is true about business that most people don't agree with you on.
2: Oh, I remember one sales course. They said uh, nobody, nobody cares about uh, liking the person anymore. Uh, they're, they're buying only because they see the value in something. So I just talk about value-based selling. Uh, yeah, uh, they do. But there's how many people selling suits out there? <laughs> so what's going to differentiate you from the last guy? They only buy from people they like. That's old school that's old school and no matter what anybody tells you it still goes back to that somebody walks in the door and they like what they see they see the value but they don't like you they're not buying it Mm. but nowadays people say oh no no no, just uh it's only if they see the value of something no it's not true so make sure you treat everybody well
0: nobody cares how much you know unless they know how much you care caring for people may seem like a A little bit of a waste of time when it comes to business but in the long run showing people how much you care for them goes beyond the knowledge you might have of the you know pushing product on them caring for people as individuals will always in the long run work out better
1: okay is there any last piece of advice you want to leave with our listeners
2: Hmm, from what angle though what what angle would you uh would you tackle someone, someone who's going to buy or somebody who's, who's doing business? What do you think? What's starting way?
1: a business? Starting a business. Starting Anyone who's in, on their entrepreneurial journey and they're trying to find purpose in life. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, study the craft. Make sure you're good at it.
0: And uh, understand business. Try to understand what's around it. A lot of people want to get things too quick. You know, but take the time to study your craft and study business in general. And, uh, when you do that, you end up being better. If you have to delay a launch for six months, do it so that when you do launch, you know, you do
2: have a uh, better success and better audience. Uh, they will say, uh, find a need and fulfill it. But if that need isn't something that you see value in, there's no point in starting a business. You only start a business that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to look at something that you like, that uh, you want to see fulfilled. Uh, So again, we go to the suiting business, a lot of people are doing suits out there, but are they passionate about suits? Do they understand suits? Do they understand what people need from suits? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can't answer that question. They have to look at themselves and see that uh, because the work will show in itself. So if you're starting a business, be passionate about it. And then that's what's gonna drive a market saying. You're gonna research it, you're gonna understand it, you're gonna be up at night late looking at it, while your competition is sleeping, you're up trying to figure things out, uh, because that passion is what drives you to do that. If mm-hmm. you don't have a passion, you're going to sleep. Mm-hmm. You're going you're going to sleep. You're you're not gonna worry about it too much. And then that's how your business slowly dies. Uh, but also when you when it is at a point where we said before, where you're at a crossroads, do I do I let this thing die or do I do I keep it moving because I'm at a I'm I'm almost at my lowest point. Mm-hmm that passion will push you through that Mm -hmm. and you'll find a way to get through it. So if you don't have that passion, you'll never pass that point. Mm -hmm. So keep that, keep that passion there. Understand why you're starting a business and go with it. Don't look back.
1: Okay. Okay. So how can the purposeful story family stay in touch with you guys and follow you on your entrepreneurial journey?
2: We are, uh, we're here for you guys. We want you guys to come back. We want you guys to come in, uh, and talk to us again and see where we are in the next few months. Um, as well, follow us on Instagram. And, and Mark said we're going to be getting that Facebook up, uh, building our community as well, of, of, of good people. Uh, men have had a, a rough 2017 and it looks like 2018 is going to be rougher for a lot of men too. <laughs> so, uh, how can men uh, across the globe start to band together to, to be good people? Um, yeah, maybe we have some ghosts in our past, but bring them out and clean it up. Clean it up and let's 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 have a a good uh, 2018, 19, 20, 21. Let's do it. Like um, we're here, so come on by, see us, see what we're doing online. Uh, there's gonna be some interesting things with Soren Custom coming up. Uh, we'll follow our website. Uh, some new products, uh, some new actual uh, engagements, as well as uh, uh, some new um, relationships that are being built.
1: Okay, and uh, the name of your actual website is so
0: SorenCustom.com. S O R E N
1: dot com. and just a last question um what is your purpose as an entrepreneur basically
0: it doesn't have i know it may sound weird but it doesn't have monetary value for me but uh is to empower men to be gentlemen um I know we spoken in the past about some of my pest peeves. Um Just looking, you know, even when I was in high school, I would get upset at young people who skip class, you know, who um let their pants sag. And if I can, with what I do, empower men to be gentlemen. It's kind of like you look at a cop, he has a uniform. You look at a firefighter, he has a uniform. Gentlemen or good men should look a certain way. And if I can educate people to do that, uh, with or without suits, you know, I think uh, in my goals would have been accomplished in that way.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, like Mark, that's that's exactly what, why we're doing what we do with the education process. But also, yeah, I, I love my time. I don't need Oprah money. I don't need Jay Z money. I don't need millions, but I do need my time. I don't want to be old and, and be uh, so working so hard. I'd like to be able to take you know, two days out of the week and do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Step back out of life for a second. Uh, and then how as I empower other people, I have the energy now to empower myself. There's only so much that's in the tank. And so if you keep going hard at it, eventually you're going to lose all your gas. So I want to get to a point in time where I don't have to be here every day. Uh, time is money for mm-hmm. me. And so if I can <laughs> monetize time and keep it for myself, uh, that's the elixir of youth, isn't it? yeah Uh, so that's what i want i just want time for my family time for my my, uh for myself to just sit back for a second and then i can be here passionately every you know those three days that i'm here uh, enjoying people uh and then i can enjoy my time for myself as well
1: okay all right all right purposeful story family that's the end of this podcast thank you gentlemen for coming on the show today and it was a pleasure thank 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 you 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 so
2: much yeah we appreciate Appreciate it. it Definitely, definitely. And uh, all the best to you, too. This this endeavor is, uh, is amazing. Keep doing the good work because I think we're, our, our paths will continue to cross for sure.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. That's it for today. Peace. That's all for this episode. I hope listening to this podcast left you with valuable information that either strengthened your purpose or helped bring you closer to finding your purpose. We all have a different journey in life. And this podcast is in support of everyone's purposeful journey thank you so much for tuning in because without you there is no purposeful story podcast please feel free to email me at info at and let me know what you thought of this episode to help spread the valuable information this podcast has to offer all i ask is for you to subscribe to the podcast via the apple podcast app podcast addict google play music or cast give a rating and pass this podcast on to one friend that you feel could benefit from this information. Don't forget to follow I Am Kobe Talks on Instagram for updates on new episodes, and go to iamkobe.com forward slash Purposeful Story for more valuable content. Special thanks to DJ and Anna for the beats and Lala Writes for the editing. Before you go, please remember that purpose drives your actions, and your actions are a result of your purpose. Thanks again for listening. Talk soon.